This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! It's fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine now. How are you? We're sending a squad up. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We have a, a reactor leak here uh, now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Uh, large leak, very dangerous. Who is this? What's your operating number? Uh, boring conversation anyway. Whoa, we're gonna have company! Billy, you there? You ready to do this, Leroy Jenkins? I think so, yeah. Um, how, how have you, how have you guys been? Okay, it's been a bit of a weekend. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm watching uh, the world's first attempt for Destiny's new raid. I, I understood those words, not the order. Uh, so, a Destiny is a video game. Okay. A raid is high-level content that combines puzzles and uh, combat. And world's first is... The race to be the first team of six to beat the new raid, and so that's cool. This is uh, today was the day the raid dropped. It dropped, I think, about eleven o'clock my time, which is about three and a half hours ago. And so, I've kind of been watching it all day. Fun. It's it's a weird sporting event. Is the only thing I can liken it to. That makes sense. Uh, we had a... <laughs> My morning was... I care. Uh, I, I'm glad you're good. You, Billy? I think I think you you got dropped from this call. Did I? Do you hear him, Charlie? I don't hear him at all. Yeah, I hear Billy. He's, he's yeah, quiet, but I hear him. Are you sure you hear him? Sounds like a... Cold wind. <laughs> Is this a bit, or do you actually not hear Billy? <laughs> oh, there we go. Can you hear me? Why would it be a bit? No, I can't hear Billy. It could be an unfunny bit. Boom. Roasted. It would not be an unfunny bit. I can't yep. hear Billy. You just responded to him. I did not respond to Billy. I can't hear him. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's just I know what he's thinking, so we, yeah. we do. He this so doesn't much. know what I'm thinking. I can't even hear him. So, anyways, <laughs> Destiny's uh, world first raid, Stone Crypt, has been intense. There have been bullets and puzzles and puzzle bullets. It's been fantastic. That sounds good. Speaking of games, there's a lot of the Black Friday sales going on right now. <laughs> You know, I'm, I have so many games that I've bought that I'm like, I can't justify getting anything because there's so many that I haven't played yet, even though there are some really good deals. Uh, one of which is uh, uh, The Avengers is half off. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get that. Kate Bishop comes out December 8th. Nobody wants to play as her, but all right. Why does no one want to play as her? I'll play as her. A lot of people want to play as her, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't want to play as her. I want other characters. Uh, anyone play uh, Doom 16 when it came out? No. I uh, heard it's Doom good, guy. Neither I like was I. Uh, I'd never played any of them, but um, a friend of mine 
sent me it as a gift and I just played through it and it might be my favorite first person shooter I played. It's just so fun. Yeah, it's one of those games that I'm tempted to get right now because it's like $5. Do it. It's worth 5 bucks. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's uh, 5 bucks to have a game you'll never play. Well, that's the thing. You'll exactly. I have so many games that I haven't played yet. So I'm like, and I, but I do want to play that game. It's just. The, the opening has uh, a, this awesome guitar riff with drums that ends with you cocking the shotgun in time with the final beat. And that's how you go out into the world the first time it's, and it's just awesome from there on out. That does sound pretty cool. Um, the only games that I'm super tempted on because the deals are, so it's like I, the last of us part two is $30. So that's mm -hmm. half off. I'm like, I really want that game. I could see myself skipping a bunch of other games to get to that one. And then the other one is the Avengers, just because I think it would be fun to play with other people. 100%. Not I never I never oh. played the first Last of Us. Well, oh, me. God. It's amazing. It's one of the, my favorite games of all time. I was in, and I just hated the controls. Like it, it just didn't seem playable to me. Really? The story was really interesting, but it just as it went on, it was just so clunky and. I would not I, describe it that way at all, but I, I, I feel like I should give it out. another go. But <laughs> it was just I kept playing. It was like I'm just not enjoying this stealth me mechanics, which I yeah, like stealth and, games, so I don't know why it didn't, it didn't click. It's funny to, to when you think about how what is perfect to some people is. Not, doesn't work for someone else because you know poet for example obviously plays a lot of video games he played the last of us and did not finish it i don't think i don't even know how far he made it uh, i got to the part you were in this building and you, there were five of those dudes you just it wasn't very far like it was one of the first trips out i think it was the first time out maybe that you have ellie with you and uh okay and anyways, I just remember you, you, like, there were two buildings, and you made your way from one building to the other. And when I got to the other building, there was this room with, like, five of the zombies or whatever they were. And, like, I would get through, like, four of the zombies and then die in, like, the laziest fashion to the last one. And it just kept frustrating me that, like, I just stopped playing it and then... Literally every time I would go back to do it, I would die in a, in some dumb manner to the like fifth zombie, and I was just like, "I'm cool." And then uh, eventually, I sold my PlayStation. Yeah, true story. So you know, it's like it's it's funny the way that video games can be so different for different people. Not even just video games, I guess. Uh, any form of art is open to interpretation. Uh, yeah. For example, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Segway. That was a terrible segue. But I was going to say, uh, I just read an article with, uh, God, I cannot know how to pronounce this girl's name. It's like Faze Bach, I think. She was like, she was the main witch in the craft. Um, she was oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. She girlfriend in uh, Waterboy. She was um, in uh, American History X. Is like American American uh, History X is the girlfriend. Yeah. Correct, yeah. And um, one of the things that she said uh, that um, 
that just because maybe you don't have like the best feeling about a project uh, doesn't uh, mean that to somebody it didn't mean a lot. And so it, it was just something she she was talking about in related relation to the new crap that came out because I guess she had a an appearance in it. But oh, well, that's just, cool. I was yeah, wondering if, that, if it would have any kind alert. of... Uh, well, I, no, I was wondering if it would have any kind of connection to... Or if there was just going to be a... Look, it's the craft, you know, when they do that kind of movie where yeah. it has the name, but there's literally nothing that <laughs> with the, that has to do with the first one. I, I know very little about it except for a few of my friends who are huge craft fans did not seem to like it. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I like the first craft, um, uh, but that was I haven't seen it in decades. A decade? Decades? <laughs> I That's possible. No, it came out in the 90s, right? So if you yeah. saw it when it came out, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like, it could have been like two decades. Close. Yeah, because I... Yeah, it might be two decades, because it might have came out in the 90s. Like it did 90. come out. I'm certain it came out in the 90s. No, but I mean specifically 90. 90. No, there's yeah, no let's way. Look. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to say it right came now. out in 94. Uh, 96. 90, 94, 96. All right. IMDb, don't let us down. The crap. Oh, oh uh, I, that wasn't a guess. I looked it up. We two were talking. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for your honesty, because you totally could have been like, ah, nailed it. <laughs> no, no, uh, I brag enough. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, speaking of Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> speaking of bragging, Mysterio. Uh, this week, so... we decided to watch uh, Spider-Man Far From Home together. And now we're going to talk about Spider-Man Home, Far From Home together. Home, far S- set from your home? timer now for how long it takes us to go off tangent. Uh... Yeah, so anyways, and I like the craft is a great movie. Was... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I liked how we watched it together because it was a good way for you to make sure I actually watched the thing that we were supposed to talk about. I don't know that like you I watched could it. Get it. I was, we were talking the whole time. Yeah. And I mean, okay, I guess it's possible that I could have just been you talking. You were playing and not GTA. Had I've played with you. I, I've recorded hours upon hours where you were playing GTA and not doing what we were supposed to be doing. So Playing GTA right now. Keep my hands back. Hey, for, for GTA, those who set their timer, speaking of GTA, <laughs> you see that they're dropping a whole new island and a whole new heist, the solo heist, a submarine you can get. She's going to be crazy. Yeah, uh, I just want cool. a new game. I don't play things online. I want a real game. Uh, then you need to get online. I live out in the middle of the country where we actually had someone come out last week to test if we could get a new type of internet. And they said no. And we, no, they, they could not get a slight signal. Yeah. It's, it was, it was, was a it, sad day. Was it Elon Musk and his Starlink? Was that it? No. No, I, I, I would have posted the photos of me giving Elon Musk a wedgie if I met him. <laughs> actually, the reason we can't uh, post animated GIFs in our chats because it's, it's takes up too much internet for Charlie. That, that was Tim. I can have yeah. gifts. I just can't yes, do that. Was a, that was a reference that only we would get. But... Uh, uh, that was an ins- <laughs> That was a decades old that callback. That was a deep cut. It was. 
It was one of the rules, even. Oh, yeah, it was. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, someone posted in the group. I went back and reread the old rules, and there, there was some funny shit in there. There was some pretty funny ones. Thank you. Uh, the best and, was being like, oh, man, these are people I don't talk to anymore. There's like half the family have just disappeared. Yeah, I do wonder sometimes, like, what happened to them? Like, where did they? what are they doing now? The only person I wonder about is drums, really. Who I who I don't have a, a connection to on Facebook, because everybody else on Facebook I can just see what their dumbasses are doing. Yeah, but drums, I, I'm like, I wonder what he's up to. I think I I was friends with drums on Facebook. I, maybe he doesn't use Facebook anymore because I feel like it's, I was friends with him on an alt account that I don't that I'm no longer associated with on there. No. <laughs> There's there's a few that didn't go on that weren't in Facebook like PB wasn't and not that he's no. ever remembered the family but Celtic as well. Yeah, uh, Celtic. How's that dude? I remember I used to call that dude Celtic all the time until he got angry one day. Like I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't know about the Boston Celtics. I thought you were a fan, even though you were a heavy metal dude and didn't, wouldn't seem like the type to be a Celtics fan. All I know is that he was like very very secretive about who he actually was and he apparently like his family was rich mm. so <laughs> wait who knows? really Maybe, yeah he was like yeah my dad runs a fortune 500 company it's like oh that's cool you want to fund a film yeah, he also could have been lying though since we don't know him that well he could have just been saying that yeah i'm totally one, rich one day charlie's gonna be a famous director and he's gonna be at some big hollywood party schmoozing and some dude's just gonna slide a love to him and be like a geekers and he's your brain is gonna melt and it's gonna be celtic that not with him but that happened uh i was at two summers ago at the fringe festival like uh, the theater festival in toronto and there's this big party every night at the fringe tent it's like an outside tent it's in the summer it's like a nice place to go drink some random dude came up it's like hey this is kind of odd but are you film geek and i was like what the hell <laughs> Uh, who was it? I uh, I don't know. He was he wasn't from the family. He was just some guy yeah, who knew me. Is like RBG. you were, yeah. He was like you were one of the mods, and you used to do that like RBTO, right? I was like, wow, that's that's a lifetime ago. That's funny. Um, well, I remember when I was at the Dark Knight uh, sneak peek uh, that you and Brandon helped me get tickets to. Um. I'm sitting there, and uh, I was maybe a wee bit under the influence. And, no. And Pete and his little brother came, and uh, they walked up, and Pete was like, Jedi poet? And my fucking brain leaked right <laughs> out of my ear. Because I was 100% unprepared to be recognized in public <laughs> via Jedi poet. And, like, to the point where I was like, yeah, man. And he was like, it's me, Pete. And I was like, cool. And then, like, he sat to, like, like there was a space, an empty seat next to me, and then a couple. And then he sat next to them, and they kind of looked at me like, don't you want to sit with your friend? And I was like, I don't know these weird children. I'm too too high for, to catch this case. I'm trying to watch this Batman right now. Yeah, ma'am, I am high and an adult. I don't want to be sitting for kids. <laughs> oh, man. It was funny. But was my, he a kid? Actually, yeah, how old was he? he? He, I don't think he was 18 yet. No, he and had I, to be. I was um, like the youngest person, and I was 18 by then. Ish. <laughs> I was 17. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this was before The Dark Knight came out. Okay. 
I was a child when The Dark Knight came out. That's weird. Yeah, man. Speaking yeah. of The Dark Knight, Spider-Man Far From Home, am I right? Uh, yeah, by the way, I, I like how you said everybody should get their timers going because we didn't even get started and we already spent like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, he had us reset those timers. Yeah, it's a... It's going to be a constant, like, Jedi, you should add, like, a little ding whenever there's, like, and reset your timer. <laughs> that would be funny. You'd like the egg timer sound? Yeah. Days since, uh, without a tangent. Zero. <laughs> Speaking of days of future past, am I right? I, I have still never seen... No, I did see Days of Future Past. I didn't see Apocalypse. Have you heard Days Apocalypse of Future either. Past starring, uh, Cap Deck? No. Why not? Why aren't you supporting your boy? I haven't heard of this. What are you talking about? You post on Facebook. My dude is a voice acting pyro in Days of Future Past. Holy fuck, that's amazing. We literally had him I... on the podcast to talk about it. You don't listen to my podcast? You know he doesn't. I he doesn't that. listen to podcasts. I'm sorry. Which is another reason why he wouldn't. Why he he probably literally hasn't doesn't heard do anything in the middle of Canada. He can listen to our hour to two hour pod long podcast. But his internet sucks, so he can't download it. Listen here. If he can record an episode, he can download a podcast. I don't know about that. I, mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> you, you make a solid point. It's just more, I, I, I don't ever, like, stop and listen to, like, I don't listen to ebooks. I don't listen to podcasts. Like, the only thing I, audible, I listen to is music, and even that's, like, less and less lately. Yeah, I used to is, listen to music when I go for walks. This is your boy Kevin Smith and his friend Billy. <laughs> oh, I'm man. never gonna live that down. <laughs> no, nor 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 should you. I mean, all right. What would you rather? I never bring that up, but I only bring up your neck beard, or I never hey, bring up your neck beard, but constantly remind you about when you thought I was Kevin Smith. Easily, easily, Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Speaking of neckbeards, Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. Am I right? Am I right, guys? He put on a lot of facial hair in this one. Puberty is clearly hitting Tom Holland. It's a puberty thing. Anyone? Anyone? Billy? I don't I don't recall there being facial hair. Oh. Yo, man, I, was, you... I was referencing Spider-Verse. Yeah. Duh. And or hello. Wait. Oh, I thought... Wait, I might have watched the wrong Spider-Man movie. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah, didn't didn't we all cheer when What's Up Danger came on? Like I thought we watched this together. Um, I will say that uh, the spot the the Spider Verse uh Miles Morales suit in the Miles Morales PlayStation game does look fucking dope. I've been watching people play with it. Shit looks dope. Yeah, I gotta get that is the a game. Yeah, that is on my watch list because uh, I love the first Spider-Man game. I do too. I just don't want to spend. I, I, not to say that it's not worth fifty dollars. I'm sure that it is, but because it's a shorter. Yes. Yeah. I, I think Chelsea said it's only like ten hours total gameplay. Yeah, I think so. Which honestly, for the quality, it probably still is worth the fifty bucks. Well, but I'm and like, that eh. that it does come with the remastered Spider-Man too, so it's not. Like no, 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 you have to pay extra for that. You can oh, buy, you it's I 50 thought... bucks for just the Miles Morales game, or it's like 90 uh, bucks for the original game and this expansion. Why would you want the original game after they've ruined it? They haven't ruined it, this is weird. You just I don't like change. What have they ruined? 
They changed because they, they made changed old what man Peter Parker looks Peter like. Parker turned him into young man Peter Parker, and so now it's weird that he's Miles Morales's mentor when they're more like homies. That's a odd reason to hate the game, but you look who you're talking to. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I was looking for logic into this. I was looking for the diplomatic way to say that. Thank you for cutting through the. T- <laughs> I ain't got time for that. It just makes it look so weird that it it makes it why would i want to play it i already played it the one way what's the replay value in going back uh relive the, the web story, swing? which is excellent i mean you the, just, the, the gameplay you just is very do you don't i don't need to buy a remastered version of it to web sling i just get the old playstation 4 version out if you still had a playstation 4 i mean yeah if i had a playstation and there are upgraded graphics, I say in quotes, because uh, personally I don't think it looks that much better. No, Actually, I don't think it looks really better times at all. Worse. I don't know about that. Just because Peter Parker looks different. But what I mean is, like, he just. The, the, act, the rest of it is just kind of like, ah, it's fine. At this you, you point, like, the, the more improvement that we get with graphics, at the point that we're already at with this previous generation. You don't have to go that far, honestly, to impress me. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sure that the Xbox Series X and, you know, PlayStation 5, like, there's some real impressive stuff that we're going to get, and it'll be cool, but that's not going to happen all that often, I think. For the most part, it's going to be like, okay, this is a good-looking game. Well, I'll be honest. The the one thing that they talk about uh, that is always something that's bothered me um, is with the ray tracing is how like uh, the buildings will actually reflect the buildings that should be reflected in your buildings. And it's like literally the most minuscule thing that you won't see, but it totally adds like a measure of like believability and a immersion into the universe. Oh, no, but those little things definitely add up. But, but there's a lot of little things like that that we have already that I think are... That's what I mean, is I'm like, you know, it's... It really is just, like, little things like that. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, eh, I'm not going to rush to get these new systems. You yeah. can't rush to get them. I know. I'm just going to wait until the new God of War comes out. I hadn't... Yeah, that's what I'm doing, too. I went to uh, Target the other day, because there wasn't a lot of people there, and I needed to get some... Uh, pouches like little food pouches for Booker, mm-hmm. uh, and state like and taped up on the door was uh, signs that said we do not have any more PlayStation fives or Xbox Series Xs. And I really wanted I was like I I kind of want to ask them how many people still come in and are like hey you got any more PlayStation fives? Hundred percent. Because you know damn well they didn't read that sign. Hundred percent. Or they did, but they're like I'm gonna ask anyway. <laughs> uh, customers. So Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> On a scale of Spider-Man 3 to Spider-Man 2, or just 1 to 10, what do you guys, what do you guys think of Spider-Man Far From Home? I mean... I thought it was pretty good. I thought it had really good graphics. I enjoy it. It's my second favorite Spider-Man. What's your first favorite? I think Homecoming is my first favorite. Yeah. I think Homecoming is my is probably my favorite. Uh, I I like it. It's okay. I it's, mean, Homecoming it's really fun. It lacked, now that we've talked about that, <laughs> a, it, it lacked a certain amount of Penis Parker references for me. 
to really put, uh, it, so put it over the top. Here is, uh, for those of you that, I assume anyone listening to this knows the, the basic storyline, but if you don't, here's what it is. Peter Parker has come back to life along with half of the rest of the world because of what happened in Avengers Endgame. Spoilers. And uh, his class is taking a trip to Europe. So basically, it's European vacation meets Spider-Man Homecoming. And he's like, I'm not going to be Spider-Man while I'm there. I'm, I'm on vacation. Uh, which means, of course, he's going to be Spider-Man because otherwise we won't yeah, it's like it's it's a. I'm not gonna be Spider-Man. It's the most boring Spider-Man movie what, ever. What been, just, dude, I actually think it would have been kind of funny if we watched it and it was just him trying like, a, like a romantic comedy as he's trying to like, get to know MJ and, you know, you keep waiting for Spider-Man to show up and it just never happens. <laughs> a weird weird movie to call it Spider-Man Far From Home if Spider-Man never showed up. But he is. He showed up in like the last scene. Yeah, but if he's just Peter Peter Parker Parker. the whole time, then it's just Peter Peter Parker far from home. But (laughs) Peter Parker and Spider Man are the same person. Regard, you know, they come on. Is he though? Yes, of course. Or are you one of those people that's like, which one is the mask? (laughs) Because I'm here to tell you right now, Batman. There's not. No, not even with Batman. I actually hate that argument for Batman because there is no Batman without Bruce Wayne. Like I don't understand that. The mask. That's it's. it's No, he's not. That's what he wants to believe, but that's not the case. He tells himself that, but that's not what it is. I think yeah, both Bruce Wayne and Batman are masks that the small broken child wears. Like, right. the child really, Bruce Wayne really, who really, lost his parents. Really? really? We're yeah, having both an argument here, and you, you want to, you're going to split the difference? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here say, with that shit, You're just not right? going to take a You side. are either on my side, or you're on Billy's side, which is the wrong side. So you better pick the right side. I think yeah. you're both wrong. I think they're both personas that he puts All on. All right, Billy, so let's go on. Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. Again, back to... <laughs> Back to how things can are open to interpretation. That is perfectly fine, Charlie. Uh, so Spider-Man: Far From Home. I I think it's okay. I think you know, and I'm I'm going to get more into it as we talk about what happens in the course of the movie. But I I, I feel like there's a lot of points in the movie that kind of drag along, where it's almost like they didn't know where to go next, and they're like, uh, I don't know, and then they're on a bus and they're going to the next place and he accidentally calls in a drone yeah it's, it's that, like, that there's, seems hard. <laughs> there's like some weird stuff in it where I'm like you didn't really I, I, also there's a lot of moving around to where there's no it doesn't feel like there's much of a setting uh, yeah, which I that's get how like, those really, European trips are like it you know it's like you you go you visit 10 cities in 12 days yeah, which so would like, be great that's for a vacation, but that doesn't really. I don't think. I don't think that works as well for a movie because then you're kind of just like. But it's also realistic. <laughs> I find uh, that the pacing's weird on it. Where it just it. Yeah. The first hour kind of drags. Where it's just like these are like a bunch of little vignettes that don't really seem connected, and then once they reveal that Mysterio's the actually a bad guy. Spoilers. That was your favorite part. How they faked that, right, Billy? Your favorite part is how they. You know, and it's I. That's they did a good job with that. You know. Uh, yeah, you said it was your favorite part. Jake Gyllenhaal does a really good job in 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 that role. Like he he is very charming. You know, to the point where you almost might believe that 
Oh yeah, he's not going to be the bad guy. But we all know he's going to be the bad guy. And like then I was telling you guys this uh you know when we were watching it, which is why poet is saying this. <laughs> I don't it's one of those situations where I I know something is going to happen and the more you make me wait for it, the more I'm just like, can we please get this over with? Like, I don't need to, like, I know he's the bad guy. Like, we don't have to go through this whole thing just so we can get to, you know, ah, oh, okay, there, now we've revealed it. Didn't see that coming, did you? Uh, yeah, it's, it, it feels like there's the first half of the movie, and then once that happens, then there's the second half where things get going, but it takes a, a while to get there. And by the time you get there, you're like, oh, are we almost done? Oh, we have an hour left. Okay. <laughs> and maybe, like, maybe if it wasn't the main storyline of the, like, if it was kind of like, you know, almost like, you know, if they if they had another villain in, in that they were going after that was almost unrelated to this, that Mysterio was helping with, uh, but he has his own you know, his own uh, priorities that he's trying to put, you know, he's tricking everyone, but but it doesn't matter because we're not even really paying attention to him too much because he's just there to support. We're paying attention to what's happening with this other bad guy. And then that shit goes down and they catch him and everybody thinks it's done, but then Mysterio shows up and his true colors or whatever. You know, like, I don't know. I There's nothing I can point to at this movie and go, this is bad, you know? None of it is really bad, but none of it is really great either. Nothing really stands out to where I'm like, this is just, you gotta see this, you know? It's just kind of, it's fine. I would argue that the first Mysterio fight when he's being Mysterio, where it's, uh, there's a Marvel Zombies reference, there's him in the event, uh, blacking out, making it all dark, that fight is worth seeing the movie for that's so well done it's inventive it's something i haven't ever seen in a spider-man movie that's the high point i agree but there's a lot of fun but inconsequential chaff you have to get to to get there and it's one of those things where by the time that scene happens i'm just kind of like okay we're getting to the climax of this movie uh it just takes a long time to get there and it sucks because i i i that is a great scene. It's the kind of thing that, you know, you, you, I think you would really only see that in like a video game. Cause it reminds me of like Arkham Asylum where Batman and Scarecrow have their fight. Yeah. Kind of like that, but much better than that actually, because they do an excellent job in this movie with it. Uh, also, it's so cool that there's like a Marvel zombies reference in the MCU officially. Yeah. yeah. When that happened, I thought that was fantastic. But but I do agree that like it's good. There's nothing wrong with the whole film, but it's there's very little that's great. It's just it's really fun when you're watching it and enjoyable. But when it's over, you're like that was fun. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. It's like okay, because I've only seen it twice now. I saw it in theaters, and then we were talking about what we were going to watch, so we decided on this, and here we are. And I don't know when, or you know, I'm, unless I'm doing some kind of Marvel rewatch in the future, which I'm sure I probably. I don't know when I'm, when I'm going to watch it again. It's it's funny. There's a lot of like really funny jokes in it, but I just I'll, think I'll probably watch it before the next Spider-Man comes out. Like I'll do Homecoming and Far From Home, do a double bill, and then see whatever blank home is of Spider-Man Three. But I probably watched it a half dozen times, and I'll watch it again. 
Because I enjoy the little humor. I like the characters. I love how you will watch the same shit over and over and over again. But if I'm like, hey, this thing is is good. You should check it out. You're like, I'm a pass on that. And so yeah, like, some, like, like, I got to watch shit. Iron Man for the 200th time. Yeah, because I enjoy <laughs> Iron Man. You want me to watch Different ways of enjoying shit. stuff. Uh, speaking of the Mandalorian. Yeah. I just watched a new episode. Who's seen it? I really hasn't seen the last two, I bet. No, I haven't. I haven't seen the last three. I haven't. I'm still. I haven't. I saw the first episode. Jesus Christ! It. You've missed the entire redemption arc of Jar Jar Binks. It is fucking so cool. Like I officially like the prequels now. You really got to catch up. Uh, on second thought, no, not really. No. I don't think that happens. <laughs> well, you don't know. You haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I. I mean, I, I got an idea of the stuff that happens. You don't. <laughs> you don't. You have no clue. It, it, uh, it, is, it is truly shocking. Make one how guess awesome. and I'll tell you how wrong you are. Uh, Sasha Banks shows up. You win. All right. Well, you're right there. Jesus Christ. You won. Did anyone hear how she got on the show? Yeah, I uh, did. It's actually she. John Favreau saw, saw her on the uh, Hot Ones, the the hot sauce show. It's like that's awesome. I I so want to do Hot Ones one day. That would be so fun. <laughs> So yeah, so I do gotta. If only I, I, I I'm gonna catch up because obviously I do like the show. It just I, I've liked this season significantly more than the first. And the first was good. The first was fun. I really enjoyed it. But this one has more of like a through line. It feels like there's this quest they're going on. It just kind of ties together more. Yeah. Well, every episode is led into the next episode. Unlike last season, where you had like the first three that went together, and then you had these like two standalones and then um and it, like they're the still kind of standalone episodes but they just sort of like... yeah but the way the beginnings and endings dovetail together is different because in the last yeah. season you just picked up in the middle of some shit and you're like oh, all right whereas in this season you're picking up exactly where you left off on the last episode yeah, and i really like his ship constantly breaking down and like the the feeling of him having to keep getting it repaired. Like, that's just fun. I That is honestly maybe my least favorite aspect of the series. What? Like, especially the last one where it was so damaged and he's just flying through space. It was just... See, Charlie, that... how quickly it got fixed. It's just like, it's a little bit too much for me. Your mistake was you mentioned something that you liked and can't do that. He's gonna... Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> Maybe something else you like. I just said that he liked that. I said that's maybe my least favorite part about this episode. Just so happens that those two things happen to exist at the same time. Fuck you, Billy. Uh, Also cool in the last one, uh, Carl Weathers directed it. I was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, really? (laughs) Why? (laughs) No, I'm joking. He made a stew, dude. <laughs> no, I did. I did like that. That was. I thought it was cool that it was Carl Weathers, and I do like how they've been, how the the directing fool has been for this. Yeah, you think he'll get revenge on the predator? We're being serious, Billy. <laughs> how do you know I'm not? You're not. Um. Hey, they're so making a new even, predators movie for some reason. We can't After even that, talk about the one. last episode uh, because Billy hasn't seen it, and I don't want to spoil it for him. He hasn't seen the last two. Uh, we can't. Talk. I haven't seen so the last three. 
Motherfucker. We, we ruined the la- the second one for him because we didn't give a fuck. Tim Which is part of the reason I haven't watched it, by the way. So it's your fault, really, because I was just like, that doesn't sound all that interesting. Uh, I'll it's watch really it good. when I get the chance. Wait, wait, which is the episode we spoiled? What 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 did we spoil? The second one was. Uh, it wasn't one. anything specific. It's just we the way that you, they talked about like, it. Wow, that really does sound fun. And now he's like, ah, it doesn't sound that good. It sounds okay. No, but it's the way that you guys talked about it. There, you're like, ah, it was fine. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm in no. I, it's I, not that I don't want to see. It. I'm just not in any rush now because I'm like, ah. Eh. This, 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 that last episode though, Charlie continued a trend of them giving me episodes I enjoyed but didn't want. Yeah. That episode, (laughs) while I enjoyed it, I liked the reveals that we got in it. I liked the history, um, sort of, uh, that they put in there. Um, Billy, can you mute mute it for a minute? (laughs) No, but I don't. Uh, it, it wasn't the episode I wanted next. I didn't need for him to go somewhere and get his ship fixed. I didn't. Yeah, but like there was alone. the ship fix was a C plot. He was there for the reveal of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I again, I didn't need that. I, it's not the episode I wanted. It was fine. I enjoyed it, but I it, it was not the hero you needed episode. right now. But it was the one you yeah. deserved. Is that what you're saying? No. It wasn't the one I deserved or needed or wanted. So <laughs> watch will protect. But it was fine. I enjoyed the episode. See, yeah, the way I, you're talking about it, does that make me rush to watch these things? Right. Yeah, don't worry. I, 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 I don't, you never I, watch anything that we're going to talk about. Why would I do that when I could watch Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home again? Because that's a good movie. Fantastic. The It's the, good. It's fine. You know, it's funny. Jokes. I was thinking about it. I think the reason I have some kind of issue with it is this. Uh... There's not really, for anybody, uh, like any character arcs in the movie. And I think that's why... MJ. uh, That's such a minor one, though. And it's really not built up in any way. Uh, It is cute, but they just kind of start off the movie with like, hey, I think MJ likes me and I like her too. Like, there's no... We don't see that. We don't even really see it in Homecoming all that much. Uh, but Homecoming like does have quite a bit of. Yeah, I like the the arc of Peter Parker in Homecoming, and and in I, this, I one, this one, one is. And I, I think some of this is that I think that I think they were maybe just so gassed after Endgame that they felt I don't know maybe they were contractually obligated to do this or why they felt to put this as a bookend to Endgame. It, it does feel like, okay, now we're just going to deal with Peter getting over the fact that Tony died and, like, this whole movie's going to be about that, but it, it not feels, really. It feels like the episode after the Buffy season finale where it's just an episode to ride the season out. Just yeah. Like, um, I know you had a problem with Mysterio and the the uh, the reveal and all that. Would you have chosen Mysterio as the enemy and done it differently, or would you have done a different enemy? I would have probably had more than one, like I said earlier. Because uh, Mysterio, 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 or would Mysterio, you have done a different different enemies? I, I Mysterio and someone else. I think that because the the way that they do Mysterio in the movie, with him being basically by himself. Uh, I mean, he's got like his minions or whatever, but I mean that's basically all they are. Uh, I, he's just, 
it actually kind of goes back to character arcs where there's just nothing all that interesting about him. Jake Gyllenhaal does a great job. He's entertaining, but the character itself is just kind of like, ah, revenge against Tony Stark. Like, again? Like, yeah, he, he's not a few as... times, haven't we? He, he's not as in-depth as the Vulture. Like, the Vulture, who was also... Was, yeah, the Vulture was great. You know, you actually kind of... He only killed the one guy, and that was by mistake. And he was like, oh, and that was kind of funny, actually. So, <laughs> I kind of... You kind of fell there, for where Vulture was is, coming from. Is there a better scene between your bad guy and your hero than that fucking limo scene? Oh, when they're oh, in the yeah. car, I mean, that's fantastic. That and he just limo pulls scene, out the gun, would, and you're like, oh, shit. This that is not limo real. scene is, I would say, on par with, like, the Pacino-De Niro scene in Heat. There's so much tension, and done in... Because it starts a high school prom movie, and it, you know what I mean? It gets built up so well too. Like when he goes to pick her up, and the door opens, and it's it's him. Yeah. Which I was expecting. I don't know why. I think maybe I had it spoiled for me online that uh, he was her father. But I guess other people in the theater didn't know because I remember when that door opened, there was an audible gasp of like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and like that was cool, but it was. Because it starts out like it's a tension of, oh, this is a guy in the car with his prom date. So it's tense. And then he pulls out the gun. You're like, oh, this is also like the hero with the villain. Like the stakes just got raised. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, and, would you have done a different enemy? Who would you have done? If you would have... Uh, I liked uh, when we were watching the movie, you mentioned that if they had of lent into more of uh, it being Hydro-Man and setting up Hydro-Man was the villain. Yeah. Like, if they had of kind of red herringed it with like Hydra-Man's a villain and this version of Mysterio is actually a good guy and then at the end it's like oh that's actually not true it's he's still the bad guy that would have been a bit more interesting than you also could have uh, had like some sort time. of you could have had an arc for like Hydro-Man where he's sort of you know not just like this but you know how like in Spider-Man 3 Sandman is the bad guy but he's not a bad guy yeah, you know, do something like that. Have like a character, you know, because if, if you're gonna have Mysterio like that, fine. It's it's cool that especially the one scene that we talked about, and it, he is entertaining. But there's nothing like there's nothing too lasting except for the you know that one scene, which really has nothing to do with him. It's all effects, which is great, uh, you know. But there's no scene like the one we just like like we were just gushing over a scene with uh, two guys in a fucking car. Like, like, there's no sp- swinging around or anything. Yeah. That scene was amazing. There's nothing like that in Home Com- or in uh, Far From Home. There's nothing like that where, like, man, this scene was just so tense, or this scene between these two actors. Because they also set it up pretty well, because there's that nice heart-to-heart where they're both sitting on the roof, and Mysterio's being, like, a mentor to him, and he's telling about the girl, and it, it just... You get this relationship, but they don't pay that off. They, there's no the scene we're gushing about is kind of like that where he's in the building, but it's still, it's just an action scene. It doesn't have the same like weight of, Oh, this, the betrayal Peter feels of finding out this guy's a villain. Yeah. Cause they that's a really pretty good that. scene when they're on that rooftop, but instead of it, of having some kind of pay, cause maybe if they did have just Mysterio and he did have some kind of, you know, I guess he did feel like he had some sort of obligation to Peter cause he actually did like him. That would be one thing, but instead it's just like, ah, I was faking it. Yeah, because that also would have been, it might have been easier to buy that Mysterio wasn't the villain if there was someone else. Or like, oh, maybe this version of Mysterio, he becomes villainous later, but for the first movie he's going to be a hero. 
but there's just no tension with that because we know oh he he has to be the only villain because there's literally no one else it could be no one else (laughs) yeah i think he's a hard it it's a hard sell to do that for sure um i mean i i personally don't have a problem with it but honestly uh what you guys are sort of talking about reminds me of one of the things i didn't necessarily like or would have done differently in the dark night. And that's, I don't like the two face, um, sort of stuff because I feel like the two face stuff always feels sort of rushed to me. Whereas I feel like if we would have had a whole, like if Aaron Eckhart's character would have been Batman begins, it would have felt more, um, like I would have had, I felt I had enough of uh, of uh, of dent for when the turn happens, um, and so for me, I get that, but it's also a different era of. Uh, like yeah. They weren't really doing the big setups that they do now. I think that they did the best they could with that because I I like it. I think they did well, but I get what you're saying. I I, I think that that would have been, uh, especially for the audience, because if you have like an entire movie. Even if you're expecting, like, oh, he's going to be Two Face, but it doesn't happen, yeah. And you get to like this guy, it makes it that much worse when the next movie comes out and you're with him again, and then he becomes Two Face. You're like, oh man, yeah. You know, it's not about the shock because you expect it. It's more the hurt because you're like, Fuck, I like him. I don't want this to happen. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think if I, I wouldn't have, I would have probably never picked Mysterio for a movie villain, right? Like he definitely wouldn't have been my second movie villain go-to trying to think who, I mean, I always liked the lizard, uh, as a character, but I don't know if I'd have done him just because of him being, uh, in the, the Andrew Garfield movie. Maybe Craven is who I would have went with. I still would like a Craven. I feel like Craven could have been one you could have done. That is one that is uh, high stakes in that um, you, there's peril for Spidey, but low stakes in overall, you know, it's just a hunt, really. You know what I mean? He's just got to avoid being hunted and then turn the hunt onto the hunter versus where you have the Mysterio, you, you know, do you have to... The sleight of hand where you make him, oh, he's a good guy. Wait, nope, nope. He is the bad guy like we all thought because Mysterio is a bad guy. Plus um, with Craven, I think that would be interesting doing the uh, uh, trip across Europe because then yeah. at least then it's like, okay, like it makes sense now for the stories of moving around because, yeah, we're not getting a, a particular Europe. setting, but we're getting, he's like trying to get away but also keep track of Spider-Man. You know, okay. Um. I, you know, I just think that, and we did mention, because uh, I remember saying it would be nice if they had maybe a buildup of like one or two other similar scenes to the one where you see, you know, Mysterio beating the shit out of Spider-Man. Uh, but that might take away from, you know, how good the one scene we got of it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I feel like it would lose its punch if it happened more than once. At the same time, though... With someone like Mysterio and like his particular, oh, I guess you call them abilities, but like his his power set, whatever, however you want to refer to it, 
it's kind of a missed opportunity not to have more stuff like that because I mean that's that's his that's his whole thing is like he makes these illusions and they don't for a such you know a movie is such a visual medium man and you don't they don't really take too much of an advantage of that. It, it also like the ending fight is sort of anticlimactic because it starts out with like oh cool we're getting more of this oh we're not huh he's just fighting more of these CGI drones cool well, cool. The, the 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 other thing is we don't really know the true outcome of that fight. Um, just because it's... of the reveal at the end. Because I thought about that. He the... might have recorded that before, or while Peter was like going through the drones and stuff. Yeah, like but I I'd have to rewatch the breakdown or read the breakdown. But some there's there are pretty big discrepancies in what is shown in the thing versus what is happening at the time in indicating whether or not he is actually dead. And so I can't, like, I, it's hard for me to try. I'm trying to remember, but the footage of the footage they show doesn't necessarily line up with what was going on with what was with what we were shown to be going on if that makes sense like the fight that that actually happens where he gets shot and killed versus the fight that's shown in the footage where you reveal Peter Parker killed Mysterio the hero that that is different enough that people are like well what really happened at the end of that fight. So it'll be interesting if he comes back, how, how they say what they, you know, what happened. Um, it is like, it's an amazing twist at the end and it's a fun beat, but it is, it also does kind of undercut the movie where it's like, Oh, so we're setting, was this whole thing just to set up for the next one? Like it, it, it makes it feel like less of a complete film and more of just, well, I guess that was a fun little trip. Well, and then too with the reveal of uh, um, J. Jonah Jameson being J.K. Simmons, which we all love, like, you know, at the time, is it just like, oh, cool, like they know we all love him and we don't want to really want to see anybody else. And so like, hey, we'll just accept it's him again. But now is it more, is it more, is there more to it actually being J.K. Simmons, the actor with them? now signing uh, Jamie Foxx to reprise yeah, that, his Electra, Electro. Uh, that's just so weird Electra. to me. That's such a weird choice. Like, I'm excited. I'm curious to see what they do, but I, I really hope it's just Marvel. Any, any of the other Spider-Man villains that were in the movies like they're doing, who would you have done? Oh, I mean, We know Alfred Molina can't be here, but if he could... Would you have pulled Doc Ock instead? Would you pull he can still be Man? here. Oh, Alfred Molina's still alive. Oh, oh, he is. I thought I thought he'd pass. I was going to say, why can't he? I apologize for <laughs> the family friends of Alfred Molina, who I have thought have passed away. I'm going to say Alfred uh, Molina is never going to listen to our podcast again. You don't know. He may. He may be like, yeah. Did you hear about this podcast? Dear poet, I would like to angrily complain. Um. He would be really great. Uh, I don't know. I do just adore William Defoe as Green Goblin. Like he's so perfect. 
Um, hmm. I always I, I had a kinda... problem with how they did his mask. I would have. Oh, his mask was terrible. His performance was good. Yeah, I would have preferred a more Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson approach to the Goblin mask. I, I just like how unhinged he is. Like, uh, I would like him just in goblin makeup. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, especially with like the way he, his like face, the way he moves his face. Like that scene when he first realizes that the goblin is its own persona within him, and he's talking to himself in the mirror. That's a great scene. He does a good, real good job in that scene. He does a good, yeah. ma- good job of having the mask. He's just like Bruce Wayne. This is the only situation where I'll say that yes, there is sort of a mask because there are two different personalities. Oh, like Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> no, Batman and Bruce Wayne. It's not like Bruce Wayne is talking to Batman when he's oh hey. Batman I don't know if you should be doing this. Batman, Batman thinks we shouldn't do this. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to the grave. Batman says, Robin, don't do that. Alfred's in the do corner. Do you guys remember oh. uh there's a there's an episode of Batman Beyond. This is really random, but it's just such a cool moment that I really like. Where there's a character that like it tries to the bad guy is just some forgettable guy, but he ends up what he does is uh, his ability is interesting where he tries to make people think they're going crazy and is like yeah. making them hear voices, uh, and he ends up doing it to Bruce Wayne and trying to make him feel like he's going crazy, and he ends up it ends up not working and backfiring on him, and uh, Terry McGinnis ends up saving the day and whatnot. And they're talking later, and Terry's like, so how did it not work on you when it worked on everyone else? And he goes, because the voice kept calling me Bruce. That's not what I call myself in my head. Uh, yeah, because he's I, Batman. Yeah, because Bruce is the mask. And Bruce Batman is, is his true self. You win! Yeah, yeah. Kevin Conroy is so great as old man Bruce. Uh, Kevin Conroy is so great <laughs> as Bruce. It's true, Batman. full stop. He is just—he's uh, also just like a nice, the nicest dude. He's a true hero. Yeah, when I got to hear him speak at uh, Comic Con, that was really cool. Oh, I'm jealous. I haven't got to hear him speak live. <sighs> um, I only got to hear a very little bit, but um, yeah, it was cool. I got to meet Sasha Banks, star of The Mandalorian. Oh, really? What does she play in The Mandalorian? What was her uh, name of her character? I think, doesn't, and doesn't what episode did she appear? Like a she's in the third episode. Mm. Uh, mm. I don't know. Who else is in that episode? Katie Sackoff. Mm. Who does she play? Sack, whatever the fuck her name is. I think she's also a Mandalorian. Are they on like a team together with some other guy? Yeah, fuck you. I know. Like that. So dumb. Oh, Billy. Oh, man. All right. So anyways, back to Spider-Man Far From Home. It's hard uh, to talk about because, like, the good parts are, yeah, this is fun, and the bad parts are, it's sort of forgettable. I like yeah, Baby Smooth. It, uh, I would have, I could have, I would have preferred Hannibal Burris been there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. I, I like Martin Starr gets like a nice Disney paycheck. That's good for him. I Can love. Be proud. I have a small bladder, so I took the aisle. <clears throat> Did I tell you how my wife pretended to blip out? Turns out she ran off with a guy in her hiking group. We had a fake funeral for her and everything. Well, the funeral was real. Because I thought she was really dead. Do you want to see the video? That might be the best joke in the movie. It is hysterical. Uh, I don't know. My, my favorite of his is when he's like, do you, do you need to talk anyone? 
Uh, no, I'm good. That's good because I'm in no way qualified. But he had such great stuff in the first one when he when they when he has the school interview. I couldn't lose a trip. I, I couldn't lose a kid on a trip. Not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> that building's made by slaves. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I. It's funny because. If we were talking about a movie that was either really good or on the cusp of being really good or really bad or on the cusp of being really bad, there's probably would be a lot more to talk about to really get into. But because this movie is just kind of like in the middle for the most part, nothing there. There are a couple of things here and there where like, ah, that's not great or that's pretty good uh, that you just kind of like, ah, it's fine. So it's it's harder to talk about because there's just nothing that really stands out about it in a positive or a negative way. It's, it's uh, kind of been the Marvel, like, one of the things they're best at is they've had some really, really amazing movies. They haven't had hardly any that are outright bad, but the majority of them fit really snugly into, yeah, it's good. It's like, yeah. it's when I'm watching it, I have a great time. When it's over, I it's there's not a lot you specifically remember other than I was enjoying this while I was watching it. Well, it's like, I think the Ant-Man movies are fun, but I never found myself wanting to watch them. Uh, you know, I saw them before, and I was like, okay, that was okay. And then you're just kind of done with it. And that's, a, you know, the, if that's the worst that Marvel has to offer is like, this movie is watchable. Good on them, especially after 20 plus movies, because some people can't even do one movie and make it watchable. So, yep, they're doing something right. I'm, I'm really excited to see what WandaVision's like. I, I'm... Oh, yeah, me too. It, it sounds so weird that I think it's – I hope that that's a big enough swing that it is either really good or not because either one's going to be way more interesting than – yeah, it's 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 fun. Well, you know what's weird though too is how they're, they, they, they're putting this one out now when we don't really know when movies are going to be coming out. But we know this one specifically ties into uh, Doctor Strange since they – appear in Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I, I like I feel like it's definitely going to be at the very least important for world building of what they're going to do going forward because it does it seems very likely that they're going into the multi-dimension hop kind of stuff which I think that's cool and I would like to see how they explain it in this world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we all thought they were doing in the Spider-Man movie, and then they kind of gave us a sleight of hand. Well, I feel like that's partially the point, too, is they wanted to kind of prime the audience for, it's not real this time, but it will be. Yeah, that's something that Marvel, I think, is really good at, where like they kind of... they're real. It's been really good at getting getting the audience to accept, like, hey, so this is what we're doing now, or this is happening now. And you're just like, okay, I'm with you. You know, because when you think about it, if you showed somebody who knew nothing about these movies and you're like, watch Iron Man. I'm like, oh, that was great. I really like that. Okay, here's where we end up. This is Avengers Endgame. They'd be like, what the fuck? There are How did aliens. we get here to there? <laughs> what is, I, wh- yeah, but it works. They make it make sense where it's like, okay, this is okay. No, I'm with you. I'm 100% on board with this. It shouldn't. If you try to like tell somebody, like, it probably wouldn't make sense. But the way that they they structured it and put these movies out, just kind of like went well. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really good at what they're trying to do. 
know, if only Warner Brothers could get on board. Yeah. What do we think about Warner Brothers deciding to release Wonder Woman on HBO Max? It's the only logical choice for them. Like, they can't release it to theaters and hope to make money. Yeah. Especially, I mean... It's either hold on to it... They gotta get it out now because of a fiscal year type thing? Versus just waiting until theaters are open? It's not like... Uh, it's pr- one. There's so much stuff that's already holding and waiting until movies come out that there's going to be like 50 new movies, and it's going to be not that many, but it's going to be too much, and they're all going to compete. Yeah. So I think they're they want to get it out that way. I think that uh, the villain being very, very obviously a Trump surrogate, they kind of want to get it out while he's still relevant. Yeah, um, and I think that given how new. HBO Max is this is a good chance to have like oh here's a reason to get HBO Max we have you know this is the only place to watch the new Wonder Woman movie which yeah, I think will good. work that's a, you know because there's I haven't really thought to myself yeah I should try out HBO Max you know it's kind of one of those things that I'm not super in a rush to to get or try it's but definitely for not going to do it for th- it's not going to be the Snyder cut that makes me do it God no no it won't I won't watch although. It. I, I say this in jest because I'm Canadian and we don't get it up here. So, what do you guys Wait. get up there? Uh, they just haven't released uh, HBO Max for outside of America. So, some of the things that are on it get released to different streaming services up here. Uh, Crave is the one that does a lot of HBO, but some of it just doesn't come out up here. So, have they said what Wonder Woman's coming out on there? Or is it only coming out in theaters up there? So far, only on theaters. Interesting. Are so you you're being the spared the Snyder Cut. Lucky you. Well, I'm like, there will be a point when I see the Snyder Cut, and there will be a point where I've seen it where I've not given money to the Snyder Cut. Uh, I feel like, okay, I will watch the Snyder Cut on one condition. And I'm, I'm saying this now because I think this would be fun, considering, you know, we I think we had some problems really finding things to talk about for Far From Home. If we watch the Snyder Cut together and then do an episode talking about it, I will 100% watch it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> That's the only way I'll do it. I just don't have any interest otherwise. It's going to be four hours long. <laughs> Is it really that long? Oh, God. Well, I already well, said it, though. We don't even though. know if it's going to be four hours because there's talk that they may make it like like a miniseries type thing where it could potentially go six. Uh, like three how do they even have that much footage they're they they're pumping 20 million dollars in and doing but that, new footage. that's the other thing like snyder batman, came out and said ben oh Affleck i'm is coming back as batman to do bat new batman stuff for it yeah but snyder also said there's only going to be four minutes of new footage yeah, I don't know. they're spending all this money for four minutes apparently uh, i just That'd i don't want it four minutes <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Charlie's going to watch it just so we can talk about it. And he wants to do it. It's his favorite thing. Can't it's going to be great. I, the, uh, you know what? Look, I think that it would be interesting to talk about. That is the only reason I, I think that it's a good idea. Otherwise, because like, I'm – and you know what? Maybe the, I, some people might hear me say that and think, oh, he's going to go in with a negative attitude and automatically dislike it. That is not my – that is no, not my hey, purpose. I'm not trying to do that. I would – 
No, I like I I went into the Justice League the first time with like, okay, you know what? Like, I want to like this. It's Batman. I want to enjoy this, and it was just so fucking boring. <laughs> I mean, and I look, I found things to enjoy about Justice League and things to enjoy about Batman v Superman. I, lot, I agree. But I found stuff. So I mean, I I I don't think I ever go into a movie with the mindset of. Ugh, I'm gonna hate this. Yeah, I usually but... am like, I want, I, I want to find the positive. I, I don't want to like watch something just so I can shit on it later. There, I want one... to find the positive things. There is one thing I like in Justice League. the The line where Ben Affleck's Batman says Clark was more human than I ever have been. That's great. That's a wonderful. Li- or it's either Superman was more human or Clark. I can't remember which he says, but it's it's that little bit is such a good. Batman moment of understanding that yes, the weird alien is more human than I will ever be. That's cool. The rest of the movie just keeps going. There's a lot of good stuff. I do like that line, but I feel like that that's yeah. I was gonna say that's that line just isn't super earned because it's like, well, how do you really know that? You barely fucking knew the guy. (laughs) Yeah, Aquaman is sitting on the on the lasso of truth and getting on honest. That's great. When uh, Superman uh, and Flash race at the end, that's great. But it's like it's all unearned. They didn't earn any of these. Yeah, it's like, like these are cool moments, moments to see in uh, live action because I enjoyed them from the comics and the cartoon. But they don't work in the context of the film I'm seeing. Like the, it doesn't make sense for these characters unless I'm imagining. Oh, this is the one I know from the comics, but. I've never seen any evidence of that in the movie you're showing me. Right. And did we really need a grave digging scene? I mean, I feel like most movies are improved by grave digging scenes. Hamlet sure, certainly was. Just. I don't know why, but I thought you were saying Hamilton, and I was like, what happened? That's a weird twist on the end of Hamilton. <laughs> who lives, who dies, who tells your story, and then a zombie comes up, I do. Zombie Hamilton. Hamilton 2, Zombies. Electric Boogaloo. No, the white supremacists ruined that joke. They've taken over that. It's annoying. Uh, uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I'll watch I'll watch the Snyder Cut. I'll, I'll find a way to make it happen. When's it supposed to come out? I don't even know. Tuesday. Sometime really? next year. No, no, it's not coming out Tuesday. It's like what? It's, it's sometime tw- uh, 2021. I don't know beyond that. I just dropped another trailer for it last week. Oh yeah, I saw. I didn't watch it, but I'm aware that that happened. I started to watch it, but then that shirtless apocalypse begins it again, and I'm like, yeah, no. I saw the uh, somebody was comparing. I guess uh, Steppenwolf looks different. He looks better in this version, and people were talking about like, look how much better he looks. Like, why didn't they go with this version before? Like, look, you know, does he? Was wrong? Oh, I don't know. I don't no. think so. Based on what I saw, I was like, uh, literally, I don't... his armor is like more ridiculous. It, it's also, more like spiky. If you were if you were criticized for how this character, this CGI character, looked, and then you have the ability to change it, of course they did. If they did a great job, I mean that's another story. I'm also like annoyed that we have to see Jared Leto's Joker again. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought yeah. we were done with that. The worst joke. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it, but I mean, I, I think it. that's I and think I that's really like the I think the for the most part these DC movies can pretty much be described by that for me anyway. I'm like I didn't hate it. I really like it. But I didn't hate. It. <laughs> I really like Shazam. I really I, I like most of the first Wonder Woman. I think it's great. The third act kind of falls apart, but it's Wonder Woman and Shazam. I think are the two that are like those are good. Aquaman was. I enjoyed it when I saw it in the theater high, but I have no desire to watch it again. It's a fun movie. I think it's a little too long for the kind of movie it is, though. I've watched Aquaman and Wonder Woman more often than I have Shazam. I've only watched bits of Shazam after the one time. What? I, for the most part, don't like Shazam. That's Only because a lot of the stuff that they do in it, I felt had been done before. Um, I did like the that they did the the multi Shazam at the end or whatever. Um, yeah, I liked Mark Strong as a villain. Yeah, I liked Mark Strong as a villain, um, but like all the like him learning to use his powers and stuff like that. Like I've just seen that done before. A lot of the same stuff they did. Like they didn't do anything that. Um, was new or inventive in that manner for me. So I didn't really like that. Um, I I did like uh, how they incorporate the rest of the DCU into it. Um, I did like how they had the Superman tag at the end. Uh, yeah, it's to be I so did, as it, early I, as it was in like the the shared universe, it's a weird movie to do. Uh, like that and Suicide Squad, really. Like I, th- I feel like I've, I'm, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but Warner Brothers trying to clearly do their shared DC universe so differently from the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they don't they want as few uh, comparisons as possible. I think is such a detriment to it because really you should just like don't be ah like, oh, we'll start with the Justice League, you know, and like we'll have them all together and then we'll do the individual movie. I don't know about that. All right, whatever. But then they're like, oh, well, you know, instead of like, you know, we'll do another Superman movie or instead of a Flash movie or Green Lantern, here's Shazam. Okay. All right, I guess. I'll ever. It's just really bizarre. At some point, we're going to get that weird, weird choice of the Black Adam movie with The Rock. It's. Yeah. It would be like if when Marvel was like the Marvel. It'd be like if Marvel made Iron Man, and then after Iron Man, they were like, "All right, now uh, here's a who's a fucking random ass character from Marvel. Uh, here's a Gambit movie." And then they're like, "You don't even own Gambit." I'm like, "No, we're doing it anyway." Here's Gambit. <laughs> Remember when they were really the serious? Yet. No, we're doing it. <laughs> Remember when they were trying really hard to make a Gambit movie with Channing Tatum? Yeah, I think Channing Tatum was really like. Uh, championing it for a while, but and I've been down for that. I like the character. Uh, you know, if you want to do it, why not? But it's so strange. Like, it, just do have him show up in X Men first, because that's why. Hey, why you know, it would almost be like uh, trying to expand your universe with like I don't know, just by only doing villain movies, and then like 
having like one really well-known villain and then going, yeah, let's follow it up with like, I don't know, that vampire who sucks people with his hands. Morbius? Yeah, that guy. And let's get the worst Joker to play him. And not only that, like the hand sucking thing that he's remembered for is not in the comics. That is only in the uh, yeah, yeah, the cartoon. The, the cartoon because they couldn't show him sucking blood by oh, like right. a vampire. So well, the weird yeah, like if you, if you put it something. in live action though, I think that the I mean biting isn't great, but I think it's actually grosser and creepier. The idea of like going through the hands like that of like these suction things, like ugh. yeah. That movie looks just terrible. Oh, God, it does. I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. It, it, it. It'll be like how I saw Venom. I'll, I will read the reviews. I'll wait till it's out on one of the streaming platforms I have. And it's like, okay, there it is. I guess I'll watch that now. Because I want to see Michael Keaton again. I don't want to see I anything just... else in that film. <laughs> I th- my problem with that movie or Venom and like my lack of interest in them is it's so obviously, you know, a movie that was put together by a studio that they found people for They're like, we want to do this. Will you put this together? Like, we need to keep the rights to this. You know, it'd be one thing if somebody was like, I have a great idea for a standalone Venom movie. Here's my pitch. And then they're like, great. That actually is really interesting. That sounds cool. Let's do it. That that. Okay that would be cool. I'm sure that that would at least be something like, at least to be something that someone was passionate about where they're like, I love this character. I love this idea. I want to do this instead of like, uh, Hey, here's some money. Will you make a Venom movie? All right, I guess. Can I use Spider-Man? No. Fuck. So, uh, how, how am I doing a Venom movie without uh, Spider-Man? Is that sort of <laughs> figure it out? Okay. Uh, get Tom Hardy to play it. Okay, are you going to give him direction? Nah, he's just going to have fun. He's not even going to know he's in the movie. We're just going to follow Tom Hardy with a camera. Because <laughs> I didn't like that movie, but I will say, Tom Hardy's really entertaining in it. People love that movie. It's just I, I baffling to me. Watch it. Uh, maybe I'll watch it someday. but I. It, it is worth watching at least once, because it's... A lot of it's bad, but the stuff that isn't is so weird, and the, like it's such bizarre choices are made that it is entertaining to watch as a train wreck because Tom Hardy is in a drastically different movie than everyone else, and he just keeps making weird sounds and ticks and actions like. Remember Nick Cage in the second Ghost Rider movie where he played it as a drug addict, where he's always like twitching? Oh, I it's... didn't watch it because I hated the first one. So second one is way better than the first. It's still not good, I've but the heard, second one yeah. is fun because it's no. just bug nuts insane. No, it's not. I, I liked it. Never Dean Taylor. It's it's. I was it's weird and... to see it because I know it's the directors of Crank, right? They did that one. Yeah. It's that that same was the type only of, reason I was tempted to see it. Yeah, it's got that same type of weird manic energy. Uh, it's still not good, but it, it it was at least enjoyable. The first one was just uh, painful to watch. Oh, God. But uh, Venom's kind of similar. Where the, Tom Hardy is just playing a very different, weird, twitchy role than anyone else in the movie. But unfortunately, the rest of the movie is boring as shit, so it's, it's kind of hard to watch. 
then Woody Harrelson. <laughs> in, in the worst wig I have the worst wig in a comic book movie since Fanforstic. Why not just have why not just have him be bald? Why is like ah, no, we put the wig on him. He's gotta look like the guy. Does he? It, it it looks like a like Ronald McDonald wig. Like it doesn't even look like red hair. It looks like a clown wig that they put on him. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Gene Hackman's wig in Superman. That at least looked better. Well, also, that was supposed to be fake, and he yeah, takes it, it off. We're like, oh, fake, okay. Yeah. Maybe they'll That's do that in the, in the Venom sequel. He'll take it off. Like, it's a wig. One, and that one is supposed to be fake, whereas this one is not supposed <laughs> to be fake. But That's, uh... They're still making that, aren't they? Like, that was... Has that been filmed yet? Is it in the weird limbo of kind of filming now that they're doing? No, I don't know where they're at. I they're don't know. They're, you know they're going to make it, though. Sony is not going to let go of that cash cow. You've uh, got to hold on to anything Spider-Man. Oh, my God. It, it's coming out next year. What do you guys think oh, they're going to do next at this point? Because they got Morbius. They're doing Venom 2. They're just going to be like, ah... Uncle Ben's origin. Let's do that. <laughs> oh fuck! I keep I keep blocking out this memory. You know who's directing Venom Two? Yeah, Andy Serkis. That's right. I did hear that. I forgot. Yeah, that my mind just is interesting. Blanks this out. So now, now these guys are all in. Oh, Andy Serkis is. Doing I didn't it. say I'm that, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not immediately going to dismiss it. Either. Oh shit! It's it'll kill you, but when Andy it's done. It's shot because like it, it was supposed to come out this October, so it's just in post production, oh, getting pushed really? to like here. That's crazy to think it was supposed to come out in October. What a strange yeah. year! Yeah. Did you even think about that? Like you know, as we come to the end of this terrible fucking year uh think about isn't it weird all the things we were supposed to see and do and didn't yeah like there's so many movies that are just sitting somewhere like out there right now someone has a copy of the new uh, fast and the furious movie we can't watch it you think executives get together and they're just like you guys want to watch black widow tonight (laughs) they've probably seen it so many times they don't want to I hope that one comes out in Disney Plus. I like. I would like to see that. I don't want to have to wait till next year in theaters and go in fear. Yeah, but the problem is that Disney's already shown that they're not dropping those for free. Well, like Mulan. Well, they they've tried it. We don't know if they're going to do that again because I don't know how successful that was for them with Mulan. I think that it, Mulan it doesn't. Was, I sure as fuck didn't. Get I thought that Mulan was pretty successful for them. No, because they would have done it with uh, Soul, which is coming out in Disney Plus this month, the new Pixar film. And Mulan will be available for free on Disney Plus, not for free, but with your subscription, I think, in December. So, like, in a few weeks. I'm still not going to watch it. Yeah, it doesn't look that interesting. I'm, uh, I gave up on the live-action remakes. I'm sure that they're fun. Uh... I didn't mind Jungle Book. Uh, Beauty oh, and the yeah, Beast Jungle was... Book was okay. Beauty and the Beast was okay. Everything I, was I okay. didn't. I didn't like Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. I was. It was so boring. It was like every shot was like, well, that. Oh, you're trying to copy the shot in the animated movie, but not as good because you're trying to make it live action, even though it's all CGI. But it's not as dynamic or as interesting as the animated movie. So, 
This is just dull. Eh. I didn't see Aladdin. I didn't see The nah. Lion King. Cinderella, I didn't see. That was the other one, right? I don't know if they did any others. Oh, Pete's Dragon. I didn't see that one. I've heard that one's really weird, but good if you go in expecting just like an indie mumblecore film. Um, they did... Has Lady in the Tramp come out? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one, because that's a, they did that specifically for Disney+, Plus. I think it came out with yeah. Disney+. Plus. Yeah, with Disney+, Plus, you're right. Obviously, it did so well as none of us can remember hearing anything about it. It's just, I, I don't like Disney remaking all of their animated films in live action, but these were designed specifically to be in an animated medium, making them live action... At best, all you're going to do is make people think, yeah, I did like the cartoon of this. Well, you know, it's it kind of goes back to what I was saying with the Venom and, like, Spider-Man villain movies where you're like, it's very obvious that they're like, well, we should do this. You know, people will watch these movies. It would be, But it would be one thing if someone was like, I have a, an idea for how to do a live-action Aladdin. You know, I think it would be if we did this and this. But the problem is, there's like you said, there's too many situations where they're like, "Look, this we can make this shot; it'll look like the animated movie." Why? The animated movie already exists. If you're gonna make a remake of this, then do something new, do something different. Like, stop. We already have this. Give us that. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna remake it, do something different and interesting. So it's like, oh, this is kind of a remix and a different take on the original material. That's cool. I don't want to just see the original again, but you know kind of different but anyway spider-man far from home all right yeah yeah, yeah it, it, what, like all right so here on it because i need to go soon in all of the spider-man where would you rank it the three uh, Tobies, the two garfields the two tom hollands uh above the two garfields yeah i'm with you there uh I... to me homecoming is one and this is two Really? Uh, I would say that I would still say the first two Toby Regar movies I think are better. Um, the first one barely, but the second one is Spider-Man 2 is, is great. For me, yeah. they I enjoy them. I enjoy them at the time, but for me, they feel a little bit too um, 90210 in that it feels like adults playing kids. That does bother me, especially in the first one. It's not so um, noticeable in the second one, I think, because at that point, you know, it doesn't really matter what age they are because they're just supposed to be adults anyway. Yeah, it's like the first one is I like the first one a lot, but there is the so many moments where like you are not high school kids. Here's a correction. One and two Homecoming and Far From Home, I would say, are my favorite Spider-Man movies now. I would say Spider-Man 2 is probably the best of the Spider-Man movies. In overall Spider-Man story and villain, villain performance, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd have Spider-Man 2 as the top of the live-action ones. I, I put Spider-Verse as the best Spider-Man movie for me, but I would say... Top last place! <laughs> Boo. You put it below the Garfield movies? No, I probably wouldn't put. It. I would. I would watch the. I would watch it before both the Garfield movies. Even okay. though I enjoyed okay. Andrew Garfield's uh, um, Spider-Man, and I enjoyed Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy, 
Yeah, there, there are a lot of good things to like yeah, in the. Well, like, there's a lot of good things to like in the first one. The second one is unwatchably bad. Oh god, the second. Yeah, but one. it has the Gwen Stacy death, and I thought that was really done, really good, done well in the way they did it. Um, ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm poet. I'm Billy. And I was Charlie. Good night. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! I forgot about this, but I just remembered that Amazing Spider-Man 2, I I remember thinking how much of a stalker Spider-Man is in it, because he's just always following Gwen Stacy around, and like, hey, how's it going? He's like, that's fucking weird, dude. Leave her alone. She's... Go away, especially since like he's purposely staying away from her because he's upset about her dad, but still will not stop stalking her and just like watching her from afar. Yeah, it's weird. Just just go. Just go be Spider-Man.